Welcome to the Family Office Secrets Podcast, where we share weekly advanced financial planning concepts, insights, and family office financial planning strategies and tactics. Welcome to the Family Office Secrets Podcast, where we share weekly advanced financial planning concepts, insights, and family office planning strategies and tactics. I'm MC Lobster. I'm joined by Stephen Bells. Stephen, great to see you. Good to see you too. Today we're going to talk about legacy. And this is a this yeah. is a fantastic topic. So when we talk about legacy, what can you share about legacy in the family office space? Well, one thing I can share with you is that legacy means different things for different people. And um, and one of the things when I early in my work with with families, everything was very technical. So was looking at balance sheets, wealth transfer, um, uh, thinking about like, well, here's how I would do it to per, to cut down on estate taxes and this and that and that. Then you go and present that to a family and you start to realize, oh, wow, we we were missing a mark on on what they value as far as legacy goes. So um, understanding that early on, saying even just saying, hey, how do you define legacy um, is super important because in, in, in laying out some of the different ways to think about it is OK, too. The family doesn't have to have an answer for you right off the bat. But thinking through a lot of times, um, it's not just the financial piece um, and, and even the financial piece isn't just one category. It can look a lot of different ways. I want a financial legacy because I want to do what? What do you want it to benefit? How do you want it to benefit your family and others? How do you want it to benefit any other passionate um, uh, organizations that that you support? How do you want it to benefit other family, other family outside of your immediate? There's a lot of different things there when it comes to financial legacy. But just understanding like, for some families, it's almost not financial at all. Like there is a financial aspect to it. Um, you know, most I've I've not worked with a family that sat there and said, "Well, I want my financial legacy to go to the IRS." So there's usually, but I've had some that care a little less about certain aspects than I might if I was just looking at the numbers. Um, so then the rest of it is, you know, what is it you really want to be able to pass on? Um, and so if you can, if it's time and you really want to spend a lot of time with the next gen- next two generations that you have in your life, then great. We want to make sure that that legacy is supported through the other work as well. How do we free you up from the things that are hampering your time? How do we make sure that, that, that that's a part of it? Because if you've expressed that, like, that's an important, very important step in making sure that a legacy is addressed. You know, one way to, to, to codify your family's legacy is through legacy documents. Um, and that, that happens in, in family offices. So if this is the first time that you've heard of family legacy documents, uh, think of the legacy that the founding fathers in 7076 uh, left for all American citizens, quite a legacy, 1776. So what did they do? Well, they codified this legacy. And essentially how they codified it was 
the first document that they put together is why they essentially wanted to break away uh, from from England and Great Britain and start their own country and become independent. And that was the Declaration of Independence in 1776. And then to add to that, then, of course, they had the Revolutionary War. But after that, um, most of the folks that that were involved with codifying the Declaration of Independence, they got together in Philadelphia and eventually signed off on the United States Constitution in 1789. So you have the Declaration of Independence and you have the Constitution. So the Declaration of Independence is essentially, here's why we're doing this. Here's why we are creating this new country. This And, and, and essentially, this is our our vision for this new country, uh, which which we want to create, and then the constitution, uh, which came later, was the essentially the north star, the guiding principles of this new nation. So, if you just take that piece of legacy, you can actually use that in your own family. So, what we've seen in uh, in family offices. Um, they codify their legacy by having a statement of purpose, which is the Declaration of Independence, essentially, for the family. Here's why we are creating this family legacy. Um, and here's what, essentially, the, the vision for our family. Um, and and the, here's what we want generations of our family to look, to to essentially experience. So that puts it all nicely together. And then you bring in the family constitution with the statement of purpose, which is just like the U.S. Constitution. And in the family constitution, you have your essentially your guiding principles. So what you can put into the family constitution is you could put the, you know, the prince, you can codify the principles and the, the values and the beliefs of the family. You know, we're the Lobster family. Here's what here's what we believe. Here's what we stand for. Here's what we stand against. These are the things that are important to us. And you can essentially outline things that are important. So, for example, if health is very important to um, your family, you can essentially write about, you know, what it means to be healthy and why you enjoy about, uh, being healthy and why it is important to be to be healthy. Um, if um uh, for example, education is very important uh, to to the family. Well, you can define what type of education is important. So it's not just going to school or going to university, but it's essentially a- adopting this approach as a lifelong learner and reading and studying and taking courses and seminars and so forth. If relationships are important um, to the to the family, then you can share in the family constitution, why relationships are important and why the family um, believes it, it is important and makes an effort to grow soulful rela- and meaningful relationships outside of the family. Um, so you can essentially codify all of this, which is incredible. And by the way, again, you don't have to be a Rockefeller to do what the Rockefellers do. Um, this doesn't cost you any money doing this. You know, I, I shared this once in a during a, a a presentation that I was doing, and I kind of saw a couple of eye rolls, and I said, "You know what? This weekend, um, 
you could sit down with your spouse, you could bring the children into the room, and this could be a family activity, talking through all of this. And there's uh, there's actually, uh, I mean, it's a great family exercise and get uh, essentially get a buy-in from the entire family into these two documents. So I think it's a great way to codify the legacy that 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 you're talking about. If you're interested in taking a look at a very high advanced financial strategy, which is implemented and executed inside of family offices, um, you can go to uh, familyofficesecrets.com, familyofficesecrets.com. Uh, Stephen's got a presentation there in which he actually shares premium financed life insurance.